Hello, welcome to our podcast uh, or our channel if you're watching on our YouTube channel, Nadis Waller and Family. Hello. Um, and this is Mark. Uh, please subscribe. Please don't know who I am. But he said he went, what? hello. No, in case somebody's listening oh, to I the see. podcast for well, the I think first time. List. He oh, said that somebody time. just walked in. Okay, so hello. So someone commented on, um, have you been onto the uh, podcasts app where they've got 88 five-star reviews, which is really nice. Uh, So do put your your comments there. I read your comments yesterday, actually, and some really nice ones about the quality of the sound. Saying the quality of the sound is much better than other podcasts, which makes me chuckle a little bit because so many other podcasts go to such extraordinary lengths of hiring studios and enormous microphones. And... We just do it on our phones. Yeah, so, we, just, um, we just literally put up our phones on a couple of little mini tripods and we do them in our house. So we never edit any of these because we think that that's part of the... Authenticity. Yeah. So that you can hear some crunching in the back. That's the dog eating... Uh, uh, my leg. <laughs> eating a chicken Chewing leg. Chewing my leg. Our daughters may pass through at any time and I'm sure the postman is on his way. But we will keep all that in because, uh, yeah. We've opened the back doors and I'm now freezing. Yeah. Shall I shut them? You'll shut the shut Okay, so I'm handing door. over I'll to Nance. Um, yeah, so um, today's podcast... Is going to be a little different. Here's Maddie. Can I just check? Is my session now or 9.30. 9:30. <laughs> so it's obviously going to be a real podcast of yeah. interruptions today. Um, yeah, so today's podcast is. Do you want to say something? No, I'm kind of anticipating the fact that I don't know what this is about and I don't like that. Okay. So sometimes, if you're new again to our podcasts, um, we just do something that's a complete surprise to the other one. Whatever happens, whatever topic we decide to discuss, we always we, we don't really prep for it much at all, no. do we? We might say, "Oh, let's talk about infidelity." We we'll might have a like three four minute chat, and then we go into the discussion because we want it to just keep it really fresh and not not scripted in any way. But every so often we do something where the other one has absolutely no idea of what we're going to say and that's one today. And for Mark, that's a very difficult thing because... I'm getting more and more anxious the more very, longer very, I sit here. We're very, very different people and Mark likes to be forewarned, forearmed, prepped. Yeah, but not, not, not to worry. the point of not being able to enjoy something new. I just think you are at the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, I am totally so, at the you know, end. I just kind of like to know what's happening next rather than not knowing what the fuck's happening next. But isn't it also quite interesting to see what on earth would you Not say? always, not always, because generally, every, because everything you present, whether new, good or bad, is presented in a very dramatic fashion. So <laughs> the feeling is always, before one even knows whether it's good or bad news, this is why you often, I can see you get disappointed when you're telling me news, is one, there's such a fine paper, there's such a fine paper thin sort of line between when you tell me something, whether it's actually good or bad, because it can be, it's always delivered so dramatically. So one girds one's loins, because it could be god awful, or it could be great. So right now, I'm, I'm cleft between the two of those possibilities, like a profound set of buttocks. Right. And if you're wondering why Mark's top is so unnice, it's because he thought sports tops are supposed to be under And if you're wondering why my hair looks so greasy as wet. <laughs> And if you're listening on the podcast, head over to our YouTube channel. Oh, and by the way, by the way, I'm Mark. Oh, yeah, he's Mm -hmm. Mark. Hello. Um, And here are all the dogs. So, okay, 
Right, the podcast. That's yeah. a little warm-up. The podcast. For today, just for today. Yeah. Except it will extend on through our marriage. Oh, I am God. a very good mother. What does that mean? Huh? What does that mean? Your face. Um, I'm your fairy god. I think, I think it would be... I think we should be really honest here and say... Because this is about how to stay married. I'll so be far, honest, this doesn't know what the hell we're talking about. We've been very honest about the fact that we've seen um, a couple's counsellor a number of times through our marriage and we'll do many more times, I think. In Good. fact, at work, I'm constantly saying it to people. I say, why, why don't you just go to a marriage guidance counsellor? Just get a bit back on track. And don't worry, this isn't about marriage guidance counsellors. Um, but we, we did learn a lot from our marriage guidance counsellors and I think sometimes we forget, and this is part of why... We forget what we've learned. This is part of why I think this podcast is good for us as a couple, mm. as well as hopefully other people, because it might open up discussions or new trains of thought mm. between couples. Blah, blah, blah. So recently, we're all shit or all sugar. We get on brilliantly or we get on really, really, really badly. Right? Spend more time talking about the badly there than the, the brilliantly. With quite a few massive rows. Yeah. Quite a few storming offs. Yeah. There's no blame or finger pointing here. I think this is just what happens in a marriage. Um, and I've been doing a lot of meditation. I've been doing a lot of thinking and I've been doing a lot of being very angry with you and just thinking, God, you know, marriage is so awful and why do I have to feel this way? And I just want to go and do my yoga and I just want to just sit and stare out the window and why is marriage so... So you're basically at Shirley Valentine's point, aren't you? No, 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 no. So, so... So I, you know, so I've been putting into practice what our marriage guidance has taught us and lots of other things, which is, well, and then on Mother's Day on Sunday, I watched the beautiful, I'm going to cry, uh, the beautiful film that you made me where you put, just explain what the film is, because I don't want to um, Well, it's, it's a montage of what I call analogue pictures. You know, many households must have this now, where you take lots of digital photos. Well, most of our, obviously, getting together and the, the kids being born and Izzy and Maddie, Nadia's relationship, etc., and Fleur and Nadia's relationship and mine, were all taken on paper photographs. So we have prints and negatives, which we rarely look sure. at, which we rarely look at. So I thought I'd do a compilation of our early years. Because and it's very beautifully done, beautifully edited. Yeah, it will have taken hours and hours and hours and hours, and it's to all the music. And actually, when I clicked on it, I was feeling a bit down about us because it's just like, it just felt like we could just keep missing the beat with each other and just, I'll say something and there's nothing wrong in what I've said, and you'll take umbrage and vice versa. And just that awful place that all couples get to. And I clicked on this and I watched it and I just thought, you are such an extraordinary person and who you are runs so deep. And who you are is, I'm really, really lucky to have somebody as deep as you love me the way that you do. Right. So, it got me thinking about all that we we're rowing about and bickering about and everything. And I just thought, what are you supposed to do? Okay, you're doing all this meditation, think of marriage guidance. What are you supposed to do when you feel this way about somebody, when you've gone on the wrong foot? And actually what you have to do is love them more. 
You have to go to your best place and love that person more. Not get stuck in why you're angry with them or what you think they're doing wrong or what you wish they were or blah, blah, blah. You just have to go back to what do I actually feel about this person? What would happen if I was at your funeral and you were dead? None of these things that are driving me crazy would matter a flying fuck. They just wouldn't matter. So that's what I got myself to do. And I think you remember you came in and I gave you a big hug and I said, mm. thank you for both. So then I thought, what could be a fun way of doing and something just... towards this within the project? Well, you're going to be talking a lot in a minute. No, I'm no, no, but I just wanted to say it's interesting. Just, going, just going back to that moment, it's interesting that you should say that because when I was coming back from wherever it was, I think I'd run my mum to the station or whatever, I, there was a feeling... And, you know, this is part of, without getting into the details, I don't know if that's what you're going to do in a minute, but without getting into the details of what the rows have been about oh recently. God, no, we no, oh, good. Weekends. But, I mean, there was a feeling that I had at that point, which was, you know, there's this odd idea that you, th you think you're very good at hiding everything and you're not necessarily, just like I'm not. You know, your face can speak a thousand words and all this. And so I was heading back really sort of heavy-hearted and sort of like, mm. oh, God, I can... You hadn't seemed quite right when we were filming. You hadn't seemed sort of happy. You hadn't seemed... Could sense that there was something wrong, and then and then I start sort of trying to do an inventory of my behaviour, thinking, God, have I, have I said something wrong, and did I not mean it, and did well, what have I, and and, I, and as I went, it was such a bloody, it was like cold, it was like just uh, cold stream water being poured into a parched mouth when you they come over and go, I was just like, oh my God, this is like everything is, I mean, I felt giddy with relief, and that and that sort of saddened me a bit because I thought, God, I was, I was digging in for a atmospheric afternoon. Anyway, so I, I do remember that moment when I came in and you were like mm. that. Well, I think, you know, in a row that we had last week and you were suddenly really nice for two days, you were being extra, extra nice. And I would describe it as the same thing for me. It was just like a relief. It's just like... And the thing is, we are nice people. We are kind people. And I, I sometimes think we're not as kind to ourselves or to each other as we could be mm. and as we are to others. Mm. So that's the thing to just... If you're listening and you're struggling in your relationship and your marriage, you know, maybe it's a question to ask yourself today. Am I being as kind to myself and to the person I love as I am to other people outside of our relationship and our home? Am I listening as much as I'm, and you know, these things are what you have to do. And you sometimes you have to do those at the point where you can't the most, when you're at the most pit of your despair of like, what the hell? And it's amazing how it falls away. People think forgiveness is about giving somebody that you're angry with something you don't want to give. It's not. Forgiveness is always about giving something to yourself. Because as soon as you forgive a situation or a petty thing or a massive thing, you immediately start to feel better. And I think we hang on to that so much. We hang on to anger so much as human beings. Because we're frightened, because we're hurt, because whatever. And... The person we hurt most is ourselves and then ultimately the other people we love. So, I thought today is a bit of a fun thing, it's not like a serious thing, that I'm going to be your fairy godmother and I am going to grant you three wishes. Right? Right. And those three wishes, one can be a very big thing, like a major seismic thing that you think is in our relationship, obviously remembering our children and not embarrassing them. Um, so a seismic thing in our relationship. Right. One is the thing that irritates you the most that you have to keep quiet about. 
So, you, so, so one could be a major thing like, oh God, I don't know. Whatever the major, the most awful thing about me is, right? The second is the thing that you find most irritating about me. These are things I'm going to work on changing. But you keep your mouth shut because it's something you've said so many times that now it's just like so eggshell you couldn't possibly say it, right? And the third one can just be something silly or funny. Oh my God, we run the risk because I'm unprepared of there being great swathes of silence well, now. I did wonder about um, telling you this and I thought, I think if you think about these things too long, I think you can get your knickers in a twist. So I think, why don't we start first with the thing that really irritates you about me that you can't say because it's too eggshelly and I will go, oh, for God's sake, Mark, no, I don't. You're always saying this and I don't. What would be that thing? Um, well, I mean, I suppose, you know, and there's always the worry when you're presented with something like this that you just go into a sort of mind freeze because it's not, not because you're necessarily spoiled for choice, but because you want to... You know, you want to choose your words, right? You feel you've got an opportunity. No, 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 I know. I'm just, I'm just, let me just talk through, you know, what immediately comes into my head because that, that, that tells you a lot. And, and so as soon as you say the thing that most irritates me, the thing about you is the thing that's most difficult, and I think this is partly to do with our codependency, is this idea that you don't and aren't ever somehow really impacting on the atmosphere and mood of the house in a big way. And that actually the vast majority of the time when I'm asking if you're okay, it's not because I'm actually wanting to create a problem or get attention or whatever any of the things that, that we say often are, is that because I actually know you as well as you like to think you know me. And you do know me incredibly well, but I also know you incredibly well. And, mm. and I think there are many times where there's an assumption that you know, not all of us, but yes, all of us, but specifically me, better than any of us could know you. And I think you don't afford me the respect or the trust to think that actually, and I know in arguments, when you're in an argumentative place, we do, one does feel like phone rather than friend. But I can be coming from a place of, having quite accurately picked up a mood or a sensation or a situation. And that sometimes that mood, sensation, attitude or atmosphere really makes me either go inward, not sulk, but mm. go inward or avoid. Or I used a phrase in a text I sent you recently, and I don't mean it, don't mean it horribly at all, but mm. dodge a bullet. You know, there are many times I feel like I need to dodge a bullet with you. And it's yeah. a very different kind of thing you put out into the world. So... So this uh, is more of a seismic one than the little irritating oh, No, 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 no. I mean, I don't know. What I, I suppose this goes to something that I don't know how one changes. It's not necessarily that one can change it, but I think it's just trusting that if... It's very interesting what you just said there, because when you said, you think you know me better than I know you, and I think that you're right, I think that I think that you don't know me at all. You think that I think, what? <laughs> I don't understand, I it's think. gone through me three times. I don't really understand what I think now. <laughs> what do I you do think? think that you think that you know me and I don't think that you do. You do think that I do think. <laughs> I literally don't understand. We've gone, Hang this, on. Is, this is like verbal What was it feed. you said to me? 
You I, think... You think that I don't know you as well as you know me. I think you're right. <laughs> right, okay. Insofar as do you... So, so, so when you... I've never thought of that. But you haven't just said that. No, and I know you haven't if thought I'm of that. If I'm honest, I agree. Okay. I do think that you... Yeah, and I, and, I, and, and, okay, and, I, and I think that's, it, it's sort of almost a simple, and I'm pleased I've hit upon that as a sentence, because I think from that... <laughs> do, do we really bit, understand? It's a strange thing to say when we're both no, quite confused by No, I wasn't confused by my comment, I was confused by your interpretation of what you were oh. agreeing with. Didn't you might actually be still agreeing with something completely opposite, so we could be barking up the wrong tree. Heading <laughs> down a real cul-de-sac here where I'm not actually going <laughs> to okay. No. I yeah, no, 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 don't, com <laughs> don't complicate it. Let's assume you agree with me. That's, that's nice and simple. <laughs> Let's just keep it at that. And we, we might make progress. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so in that, you understand the idea that I perhaps know you as well as you know me. Um, I think but, so, so but many... Uh, I yeah. think you're right when you say you have to dodge a bullet. Mm. I think... I know it's only early on in your answer, but I think you've said a lot within that answer that are that are important things and a big part of sometimes the seismic gap between us. When you say I then feel I have to... So say you ask me what's wrong and then I am saying nothing, right? I have got the gun loaded. Mm-hmm. And it is ready to fire. So it's quite a good idea to dodge the bullets. Bullets, Because what I'm actually doing is saying, I don't want to say anything of how. But by dodging them. Because I know that I am too extreme. So like when you said right at the beginning of this podcast, you're so dramatic. I am dramatic. <clears throat> I've been brought up in a family where everything goes totally nuts within seconds. Everything will be fine. Yeah. And then everything goes completely ballistic. I grew up with that from tiny, big family parties where everyone's having a nice time and everyone's dancing and laughing. And then suddenly, <laughs> and people are storming out and things are crazy and doors are slamming. And I know that I do that. And I know I, the people around me are a victim of it, but I also am a victim of it strangely myself because I hate myself when I'm like that because I hate that unpredictability I hate how vicious I can get I can go to a place of such a a snake you know I, t I, I don't know if anyone is into homeopathy but in homeopathy there is a remedy called lachesis which is based on the snake and I'm quite often given which is taken actually from mm -hmm. the snake and I will go my neck will go up and I'll just go exactly like a snake and so I am, in a way, when I'm shutting down, it's because I'm frightened that I'm going to flip. And... But what happens is often is you'll show me the gun in the holster, I'll know to dodge the bullet, but in the act of dodging the bullet, you will then interpret my behaviour in my acting the dodging the bullet becomes the thing that causes you to pull the gun out. And that's so when I... So what in those situations, no, 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 but let, let moving me do, forward, do you but, prefer that I did? I don't know. I mean, I don't know whether it's... I don't know whether it's a case of just saying, look, I, I, I just, you know, I'll often say to you, I'm feeling this or I'm feeling that. And maybe I wish you could say it a bit more often. And I mean, this, the problem with this is as soon as we go into any issue about each other, it can quite quickly flip into, well, I don't feel I can and I don't feel if I do, you fall apart. No, but, but, but I said I'm a very good mother today, so things are completely... No, I mean, I don't, if I'm honest, I don't have a quick fix answer to that one. I don't know. I just know when it's out. I mean, I think I 
as much as you say you sort of feel the dread of what my mood might be, I have, even when I'm feeling awful, I have real consciousness that you dread it all the time. Yeah. And so I'm aware of it. Even if I'm unsuccessful at hiding it or I'm unsuccessful at uh, avoiding it, I'm aware of it. And I suppose I, I just, maybe if you could have some awareness that there are times when you walk through the door and there can just be a dead expression in your eyes, which is one of your distracted, no, but it might be that you're distracted. For example, I'm always on the money when an hour later something regarding work has been the thing that has enraged you and there's something and yet if I say earlier is everything okay yeah you'll bite my head off like I'm trying to make it about me and I'm not I'm going I can pick yeah. up on something and it's something to do or if there's a there's a conflict or some kind of breakdown with the family that will always bleed into an indirect problem between us just what as it about, does with me and my girls what about saying I'm just I'm only thinking this now when you feel like there is something wrong but what about saying Listen, I feel there's something, I bet you don't want to say anything now, but any point that you do, I'd I'm like yeah. to listen. Very, very good. Because sometimes I feel like I have to say something straight away. Okay. Sometimes people, and I think this happens in all relationships, and I definitely do it to you. You want to know now, it's like, I'll say to you, what's the matter, what's the matter? Because I want to fix it. Okay. And sometimes all of us just eat, and our kids, we do it with our kids as well. Mm. People just want to process stuff. And sometimes being a TV presenter, if you think of the nature of being a TV presenter, sometimes I go out of this door and from the minute I leave, I'm having to talk and smile that. and be nice and be, because people will come up to me and they'll be like, oh, and I, and people see the best side of my, of me mm. on the telly, which is part of me. It's not fake, but mm. it's not all of me. And sometimes I walk through the door and I feel like I've just been talking like all day, all mm. day, all day. And I just want 10 minutes to go and, and we have this big open plan house and no, no, and, I... and no, no, because it sounds like I'm making excuses. I'm not. I'm hearing you, and I'm thinking, how can we make this better? And I think I get what you're saying that you know that something's upset and you're worried. You worry. You then go eggshell, thinking, well, how's it going? Well, to I, come I out? start to overthink how I'm yeah. stepping, and then you, I, I, and then I will inevitably because I'm overthinking how I'm going to be around you. Yeah. You will quite quickly, due to habit and because that's the way humans are, and because I'm such of a ball of fucking you know neuroses and issues all the bloody time. But also, I'm not actually all the time too, and I sometimes do get frustrated that when I'm not those things, they will be invoked and pulled in like Article Fifty, and suddenly I'm like. Hang on a minute, why I'm not feeling it. I mean, a small example was this weekend when, when, when I did come back and I was so pleased that you were like that. Now, I'm not saying I hadn't done anything wrong. I'm not saying that maybe I'd said something that it, I felt, my mum felt and Maddie felt that you were very down. Not, no one was annoyed. I, I just felt I you was. were down. Yeah, and, and, I, and in but that... I, but I mean, the thing is, I was. And the thing is, it wasn't something I could just talk about sure. with everyone because it was Mother's Day. And no, 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 no. And, and I didn't want you to sort of but talk about it. But I just needed it. people to just not, just let me just be. For Absolutely, get that. And, 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 and what I think you'd be surprised by is that if there was a way, and this is, we're going to Fairy Godmother Wishes, if there's a way that you could just compartmentalize a sentence or a phrase that says I'm just in one of those places where please really it's nothing to do with anyone because everyone will relax them because there is often an, 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 yeah. an assumption in me because of the nature of our relationship that I might have done something wrong and okay you might say oh for God's sake it's not about yeah okay but so much has been so for, forgive me forgive me for sometimes thinking maybe and, and because the nature of so many of our rouses that there's what I call the boomerang effect of like in six days time you'll tell me something that I did then which was really annoying and I'm like I do want to it's funny, isn't it? We were talking about this at work the other day. It's like, you know how nagging is only something that's ever attributed to women. And we were talking about how 
when one lets some, you let something go, you let something go, you let something go, because you're not wanting to be, say there's something that your partner is doing all the time, a couple of times a day, and you, you make the decision to not say, to just like choose one thing out of five in a day, because you want more peace in the house. And this isn't like major things. Mm. These are the things, oh my God, I can't believe you just said that again. I can't believe you just said that. Oh my God, okay, there you go. We're just about to have dinner. What are we gonna do? We're gonna be bickering over the kids' heads, blah, 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 blah. And we were, we were talking about, about the sanity of that because it does build up. For all people, it mm. builds up and mm. then it comes out. And when is it nagging? And when is it, if you're just constantly every day saying, oh look, I feel this, I feel this boundary has been done, mm. isn't that a pain in the arse? Mm. I mean, I don't know, I, I literally don't know the I answer think, to I that. don't think you feel the need to pretend you're stronger than you are, so that would be something else that's perhaps less heated to say. I get that that comes from a place of feeling that you would people can't cope with it. I mean, I think the girls equally would say that, you know, they, if you were to be, when you're upfront or honest, or sometimes when I know things are affecting you or bothering you and I'm with the girls, I say, you know, your mum's going through a bit of a tough time with this or that, or she's struggling with that. They, they do shift. And yes, they're positioned in a hard place towards their mum because you, you're the one who's kind of enacting most of the good rules in their life. So, you know, I mean, I do think that what, what I'm trying to say is there's not it's not just a case of leaving yourself vulnerable and us all not being able to help you. I think sometimes that's a self-fulfilling prophecy for a lot of mums and a lot of women to assume I can't be supported so I won't open and therefore I'll just have this cross to bear and therefore I'll carry on. And you know, we had that little conflict the other day. You do a lot of different things. I do a lot of different things. I fully respect all those things. So, you know, it's not that you can't be supported. You have to actually sometimes jump off the cliff edge. You will have a bungee cord attached because we are all there loving you. And it goes back to that thing I remember years ago saying to someone something was happening with someone in the family I think it was one of my one of my eldest girls you know we have to get to a point where it's a given that whatever anyone's saying once coming from a position of caring for the person you know I'm not coming from a position of wanting to break you down or, or no I know or, that or, or, I know that destroy. and that's why you know I started this conversation by saying it's the irritations within a relationship it's the cross talking to each other it's being cross with each other it's kind of going almost into brother and sister. It's all those things where brothers and sisters would just say anything to each other. I think you'd be surprised if you <laughs> And I think everybody trips into that at yeah. some point in their relationship. And the only way forward is to be nicer. It, it doesn't work yeah. to be angrier. It doesn't work to have more conflict. It, it all comes down to listening. Everything. I mean, I could save everybody, I could save the world millions of pounds in counselling if and if you were just to distill it all it is just to listening yeah but i mean i think i think it's a Hearing. i think it would be a massive change of i mean i hear what you're asking and i'm really touched about how this is what you've said and, and what have you because i mean i have if i'm honest felt in recent weeks and months a real worry that something's crept in on your side that suggests not and i'm not using the shirley valentine in a kind of um pejorative or dismissive sense but that just for a quick grab that sense of a discontent mm. that can't actually be resolved because it's it's about something that is a st i'm ostensibly a 48 year old man who who can change lots but can't change fundamentally and so well, i do as... think i do think you know i've gone through the menopause and i think you're right i have been feeling like what is my place what is my purpose how do i shut out some of the noise so I can, and the thing is, because I'm a very noisy person, if I'm ever quiet, everyone's like, oh my God, Nancy's quiet, Mom's quiet, But we quiet, all want you quiet. to be quiet. Yeah, but we'd like it. If we knew that that quietness wasn't a symptom of anything to do with us, we'd just, brilliant. 
because having just done lo now I do loads of yoga like sometimes when I do yoga I feel really so different for ages afterwards it's almost like I've taken a Valium where it just takes out so much of the stress it just sorry I have to swap the table over. it takes so much of the stress out of me and that so much of my energy has been stress that when you get rid of that stress it's quite kind of weird how like other people's stress seems bigger because I am a stress ball you know we're both balls of stress but I mean, sometimes I can feel like that when I'm working, you know, I go into very intense zones or I need to when I'm working. So I could easily be sat on my computer for three or four hours, writing, working, trading, whatever, and uh, not speak. And that wouldn't mean I'm in any mood whatsoever. It would just be absolutely me in the zone. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's awful that both of us have to say to each other all the time, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just going to be quiet because we do all talk all well, the time. It, and you do that all the time because, sorry, I'm just doing this. And I'm like, you don't have to say sorry. No, I get that. I get that. But get, anyway. But so, I mean, so going, stripping it all right down. So I think, if, I think you would one. be surprised. The seismic one would be that I genuinely, as an outsider, and I really do try to, you know, um, thoroughly and rigorously try and observe our relationship from the outside as much as possible. And I do try, and I do do it fairly because I'm very, I, I love you to bits. I love our relationship. You know, I, I, I try to be as kind as possible. Um, the other, the other micro things was, what was the other thing you said you wanted me to talk about? Something silly. Well, the something silly would be around romance and affection. I mean, it would be, it would be, well, that would be mine too, because I don't think you're romantic at all anymore. Well, no, and if you read one of the long texts that I sent you in our last row, there was a no, great... No, because I have to No, I know. Up. There was a great long explanation as to why and in what ways I like I to be romantic. I don't want an explanation. No. I, I just... An explanation of why I'm no, how that I want to no, be romantic that was in, that was for me a, that was a turn off, not a turn off. No, okay, I get that. But equally, I, <laughs> uh, I mean, I suppose where I saw romance in the past, for, for various reasons, they've shifted because I felt there was a time in our... But this is another conversation. I felt there was a time in our relationship where you championed your lack of romance and kind of that, for me, was an amber light saying bit of an idiot for constantly doing it. That's how I felt. So what's your silly, what is your silly one uh, that's the, a bit muddled? So what the is The silly, well, is it silly? The silly one would be for us to be a bit more, I don't know. Uh... It's not us, it's got to be something silly that you would like me to change. So for instance, I, can't think of I leave the lids off everything oh, and I try to distraction. Oh. Uh, irritating might be, well, let me give you your silly, silly one. Yeah. A silly, well, an irritating one that I just keep biting my lip on all the time is that constant pile of clothes behind the bathroom door downstairs. I don't know what to do. I don't know what else to do. Well, it's partly because like our washing I machine's broken. Because if I see it, you go, I know, no, I I've didn't. just had a shower. You, you actually mentioned the suitcase in the vlog the other day and I didn't freak. But, I apologise and said no, I realised. No, I'm just giving an example. Yeah. My irritating one is that, is that constant well, massive trainers on the floor. I hate them in the bathroom. Okay, uh, I'd like to be able to, I'd like you to be able to, I don't know, I'd, 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 I don't know, I can't think okay, of an irritating one. I mean, I suppose some of the irritating ones are not shutting drawers and putting, you've started to try and tidy behind you when you go, I'd like, I would actually like to be able to be shown how to cook without you sort of suggesting it's too okay. much effort. Hey, can I just say something to you? I wrote a book I'm called Disaster not, Chef. I'm never going to get it out and read it. Because no. all the way through when I was writing that book, I said, Mark, there's loads of recipes in here, I'm thinking of you as well, where you'll just be able to cook them. Okay. I mean, come on, how many wives have, met, have written a cookery book? No, no, I took the photographs. <laughs> I know. I can photograph it. Okay, okay I, I, irritating. That I can... 
everything that's, that needs shifting is kind of fundamental rather than the... the, the well, that's irritating. all right. Okay, okay guys, I mean, we I now quite, have this on record. I'm not irritated. I'd like you to be... No, I, <laughs> I, I mean, a little wish, a little wish would be if you were a bit more um, risque and suggestive. I'm trying to be circle round. Don't write. Just <laughs> stop. Uh, why? Stop. <laughs> Children. So maybe Thank the next you podcast so you could wear nipple you... tassels <laughs> on your nose. If you enjoyed our podcast, well, there was a third this... category, wasn't there? Yeah, but you've taken too long. No, I haven't. You're, I said okay. there's an irritating one. Yeah. Which you said was my opening the drawer. Ah, things. well, I know exactly what and the irritating one. All oh, right, the irritating. You haven't been able to think of anything. The irritating one is timing out on every. Ah, no, I absolutely know the irritating one. Okay. Okay. The one so that this... you have to keep keeping your mouth shut. Yeah. I... The thing that you just go, oh, I better not say yeah, that. Yeah, I will. I will. Okay. Now, again, I do think this is a this is a, a, a dilemma that faces a lot of women who feel that they are time poor. We are all time poor, and that their their list of priorities to get things done in the family is somehow infinitely more important. Now, I don't think that. On, no, no. On, ma on many levels. No, hang on. Before I finish, on many levels they are. So I I don't subscribe to this idea that it's absolutely nonsense because a lot of them are. If it wasn't for you, they wouldn't eat healthily. If it wasn't for you, they wouldn't get up and wash their hair. I don't know what girly things they need to do with their bodies, heads, and all that kind of shit, hair and, and everything. But the thing that does I would love you to do is to not so demonstrably be frustrated or uninterested in something, however um, irrelevant it might feel to you, stick with some things for longer than the first 30 seconds. Because I think what you, you, and I know why you do it, we all do it sometimes, is there's a danger that you run the risk of walking away or turning off or turning your attention. Precise, some things take a little bit of time to look at, watch, listen to, think about and you do time yourself out of every conversation every situation so you time yourself out of a room you'll literally deliver your lines and exit line you'll deliver it doesn't matter you'll deliver your lines and you'll deliver it in such a way that it's a sum up not an opportunity yeah. no, to actually have a dialogue so you're out the room and yeah. the girls the girls get that or it might be we'll show you something and you'll go into watching something like this you'll go uh, and we can all I can hear you, uh, you've gone and actually no this is the moment that is and it's not just showing you stuff but it's it's anything. It's just maybe. Quite often that is happening whilst there are onions burning on the. That's my cooker. point. That's my so point. So maybe I should say sometimes say when you've got a minute, can we sit down for five minutes and listen to this? But sometimes it's not. Get, I do get imploded upon. Like watch this granted, now. Do this granted, now. granted, granted. We all do. In the we we all do. We all do. Sometimes maybe the girls want to show no, me things when I'm fact, editing. But sometimes, the, but there is the problem for us. There I is always something we need to can be I doing. Can I just pause you? If you're really honest, how often do I say to you? When you've got five minutes, can I ask you something? Can I talk to you about mm. something? Don't I? Yeah, yeah, no, well, yeah, but that's but not issue. But nobody ever you says that to me. Everyone always goes, they come in right no, now. No, no, this, okay. And that is a difference. But even when you've got, but, but you've never got five minutes because you're always okay, on your phone or you're always no, but you're busy. That's There's always something true. you're attending to. No, I'm not or, to or even when you're having downtime, you might be meditating, or it might be your relaxing time, or you might be if you're watching telly, you're doing yoga on the floor, or if there's some, you know if there's something on the honestly, babe, honestly, there's rarely a slither of time. But if you could just do that, okay. it's a little. As I'm the fairy godmother, I will accept all no. of that. Okay, but I do think it's a bit skewed. So if you've enjoyed our podcast, please. What are we calling this one? The like. I'm a your three wishes. Your three wishes. The three things you'd like me to change in our marriage. I feel like I've had a third one. Oh yeah, and the nipple tassels, but you've said no to that. Okay. So if you'd like to, if you could give us five stars, that would be great. <laughs> and if you're on YouTube, if you could click the thumbs up, the subscribe button and the notification bell. 
Thank you so much, and please check out all well, our. We should do content. a vice versa of this, though, shouldn't we? At some yeah. point. Oh, right. Okay.